Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to a emergency pod where we are going to talk about the big news coming out of Denver uh, the other day and how Informa is going to be joining with uh, Denver Pop Culture Con. Then we're going to finish up with some other convention-related news. Without further ado, Alexa, how goes it? Oh, you know, I'm still in Daytona, kicking it with Bike Week. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's going. This was uh, this was some crazy stuff that happened uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah, no, it was uh, very interesting. As soon as the email came out, I sent you the text and was like, uh oh. Yeah, and, and I, I like, got it. Yeah, from, like, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it from like four different people. My phone blew up. Um, I had texts. I had messages. I got an email. Um, you know, from Denver. Um, and then of course, you know, it was, it was all over Facebook within minutes. Yeah. Minutes. Yeah. And I put, uh, I put that little message out on, on the, uh, the wave group, just saying how, you know, just to kind of everybody discuss, wanted to see, get some thoughts from the, from the other vendors in there. So yeah, quite, there's quite the mixed reactions, huh? It, there, there really is. Um, but first I kind of want to talk about, say, before we get in that, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I, I kind of want to talk about like what's going on with Denver, you know, it, it looked like, and we, we talked about this, you know, months ago, whenever they, they announced that, you know, they weren't going to have a show this year and that they were going to do refunds that, you know, it was kind of the, you the know, way they were. The yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we all knew that it was coming. You and know, we that, talked that, about it too. We said someone's it's, it's too big of a market for, um, for no one to, to just leave open. It's, it's, a, it's such a big void. It's a, it's a good market. And I, we were like, someone's going to jump in there. I yeah. didn't think it was going to be like this. I thought someone was just going to let them go away and then just move in and try to have their own show. This and see, I, I didn't think more that like was going to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's be real honest, okay? I, I'm going to throw out what is I'm going to label as pure speculation, but when when Informa decided to go ahead and um, and purchase the Emily Expo shows. Um, which is Calgary, um, Edmonton, and I think it was Sask Expo. I think that's right. Um, you know, they, they announced it as a partnership. And in reality, it wasn't. They, they took over the shows. Um, you know, they kept the branding for a year, and then all of a sudden it's different. Right. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's in form of run. So, you know, this is a lifeboat for, you know, for, for Denver. Because now, you know, this company is coming in and they're, they're basically, you know, injecting whatever they need um, while keeping the name. So I'm sure that this was some sort of purchase for the name, um, which is exactly what I called it was going to be. But do you think they're going to keep that name for, for multiple years or is it just a one and done? It's going to be that's going to that's going to be, you know, a good question because Megacon is still Megacon. It's not, you know, Fan Expo Orlando. Right. Um, you know, it, it, it's, and Calgary isn't fan expo Calgary. It's still Calgary comic and entertainment expo. Um, so I, I, I don't know, you know, they, if they bought the name, they're keeping the name. <clears throat> they're not gonna, you know, they're not going to do that. Yeah. But I spend think, all that money. But I, I mean, I, I think Megacon is a, is a way better name than fan expo Orlando. I mean, what are they? They're keeping Denver Pop Culture Con. I mean, why wouldn't they? 
I don't know. You know I every, feel like they could everybody knows for Denver. a year or two. Yeah, everybody knows Denver. You could call it Fan Expo Denver. Like, you know, I mean, or you could. Fan Expo's Denver Pop Culture Con and then switch it over because that's not a very catchy name. That's Man, that is so much of a <laughs> Yeah, it is. That's why I think but, you just do it for a year or two just to kind of let everybody well, know and then go next year we'll be back. And At the end know. of the day, you know, pardon my mouth, but who gives a shit? It's yeah. Denver. Like we're we're getting a show in Denver, and I'm excited about it because one is a vendor who you know deals with Informa a lot. I I have a relationship with them, and I've never been able to get it to to Denver Pop. So I'm excited because I might actually be able to get in. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That is a good point. I mean, I they had the jury process, so I know you know we were able to get in and. Um, I think it was our second try the first year we weren't able to, and then we just renewed every year. So I believe that's how we do it, right? They don't do a, a jury every single time, do they? Oh, I have no clue. Yeah, I uh, think it was. I think we I've never been in, so I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just glad they gave out refunds. I know we talk about that <laughs> quite often. I know. Often. That, was, that was a great thing. And, you know, I, I had a conversation with a, uh, with a promoter today, and we had this long discussion about – um, you know, about how, you know, conventions have, you know, have kind of let them price themselves out and, you know, they're, they're raising prices and not bringing in, you know, as many attendees and you've got this and that. And it was, it was a crazy talk, but they made the comment we were talking about, you know, how so many of us have money has, you know, have money tied up in some of these conventions. And, you know, they, they made the comment, they were like, yeah, you know, Informa is the worst. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, right. And I was like, but Informa gave refunds if you asked for them. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it, like it was, it was literally like an echo. And I was like, yeah, Informa gave, gave refunds. And they were like, well, I've got a, you know, I've got a vendor friend that's telling me that they didn't. And I'm like, yeah, they did. I'm like, and I, I, I rattled off the, you know, the, the companies that didn't offer refunds. And they were like, oh, I didn't know that. And I'm like, yeah, so don't hate on them yet. But <laughs> you you kind of did a poll in, in one of our vendor groups. And, you know, you, you just kind of asked, you know, hey, discuss. And, I mean, that was crazy, man, how yeah. how split the, the reactions were. I thought everybody was going to be pumped because for me personally, for us, for our stuff, like – Megacon obviously is a huge show for uh, I mean we live in South Florida so it's it's the expenses are very low it's a 2 hour drive and I mean it's you know she does a lot of Disney related items and so it, it it's one of our best shows you know it's like our top 3 and obviously it's Informa we've that's the only Informa that we do but I mean I've never Actually, I take that back. We did one. No, you do Dallas. You do yes, Dallas. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I, I knew there was another one. It was Dallas. I apologize. And Dallas is another one. That's two of our top three right there. And I just, I've never had anything bad to say. So I, when I was reading these, you know, the first couple were like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. You know, oh, this is good news. And then it was like a, a barrage of, of just negative, which, hey, you know, obviously, if you have a bad, a bad experience, you're going to remember that. But yeah, I, I, I for one can't say anything bad about how they've how they've a how they've treated us, and b how we've uh, done at their shows, and you know we always we always renew. And I I worked with them a couple times to get a um, to change it. Like we pay while we're there, you know, to renew for the next year. And 
you know, a couple of times I'll contact them sometime in the year and try to uh, switch the booth to like a bigger one or, Hey, can I do the corner, um, you know, the corner upgrade, you know? Yeah, sure. As long as it's available, they always, they always accommodate, you know, I obviously have to pay for it. It's not like I get it for free, but they, um, they've always been good to me. So I, or us, so I can't take, I can't say anything negative. And then right. even, and- you know, when it came to refunds, you know, I, I had no problem, uh, for Dallas. We got one for Dallas. I, you know, we reached out and said we'd want one and sure. No problem. And they sent it with, you know, within a week or so. Right. Well, and you know, I'm going to, I want to, I'm going to circle back around to what you just said in a second, but you know, right now Informa is keeping like all the educational programming and you know, they're, um, you know, Informa is going to be donating to, you know, the, the charity, the teachers, um, the teachers foundation, whatever it is that they, that they have, that's their charity. Um, you know, and they're, they're keeping a lot of the core stuff that, you know, that Denver was like known for. Um, and I think, the big thing is that they're going to bring in, you know, be able to bring in some star power. Um, they're going to be able to, you know, reach some vendors and they're going to, they're, they're going to have a different vendor philosophy than, you know, than what they, they had before with Denver. Um, and I, th- I think with that, people are worried. Um, there are vendors that are, that are worried because Informer runs a different type of show. They, you know, they, they bring in a different type of guest they bring in a different type of attendee um, and, you know, they share guests, they, they share, you know, they share creator guests, they share right. you know, um, celebrity guests, whatnot. But I think there are, there are vendors because of this like terrible stigma that they have about Informa, because let's be honest, 90% of the vendors out there that don't like Informa don't like them because they don't like what they quote unquote did to Megacon. Right. And you guys, I love all of you. I am not gonna lie, but get over it. When can you tell me when they what they did to MegaCon? What when was this? So Me- MegaCon for the longest time was was a uh, you know an individually owned company, right. um, you know, and they it, it grew. It was it was the Orlando Con, like it was it was like kind of like Orlando it is Con. now. It and it is, um, yeah. but it was different because it was you know, it was locally owned and it was like the, the, you know, the vendor floor coordinator knew all the vendors and they, you know, it, it was very, Hey buddy. Yeah. You know, it was one of those kind of cons and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But when we, you know, when informal brought it in, you know, they, people complain about the lack of customer service. They complain about, you know, how it's impersonal or they complain about how it's corporate now. And, you know, there's a lot of like those, those type of things and you know the the guest experience they're like oh you know the fan experience just isn't as good and blah 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 blah. and look i not everybody is going to be included in this statement but there's a lot of vendors that have that sentiment that haven't changed their product in you know five six years you know they haven't changed like how they do it they they haven't updated their business model to you know to be able to deal with that kind of show and while I get their complaints. It's also, you know, it's a matter of being able to, you know, to swim with the flow versus trying to swim upstream. But I mean, it's so you're saying people are complaining just because it became less personal. Like I, at the end of the day, if I'm doing well at a show, I'm not going to balk at it because I don't know the guy's name. You know, I can't just call him up and say, Hey buddy, it's more just, Hey Joe. 
Right. Or well, Joanna. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to get canceled. There are vendors. <laughs> right. Um, there, there are. Oh my God! Did you just really say that? Um, you might have to edit that out. Um, no. I, look, it's it's not that at all. It's you know, well, it's partially that, but it's partially that you know these vendors feel like they're not, you know, they're not making enough money, or they're not making the same kind of money, or you know that that the show's not as much of a value, and all of those are valid arguments. But at the end of the day you know as vendors we have to figure out when a show is not good for us anymore right and while it, a show might have been good look wizard st louis was great for me from 2015 all the way to 2018 it was a great freaking show for me the demographic in that in that in that show has shifted and it's not a great show for me anymore and that's not the show's the showrunner's fault no, it, you know, right. it, it partially is because, you know, they're not bringing in, you know, X type of guests or they're not bringing in big names to, to get the volume in there or whatever. But it's also it's my job to recognize. that. Well, that's what I was going to say. If the demographic is different, then shouldn't you have to change, you know, with the times? And, and like I can tell you specifically, we did Megacon was our God, I can't remember the first, what year it was, but our first year we did it. It was really good. The next year we did it, it was, you know, amazing. And then the, the year after that, it was, it was, it went down kind of a lot, but what we noticed was that second year when it was amazing, that we had a lot of new stuff, right? Then up to that third year where the sales went down, we had done so many shows, Meg didn't have a lot of time to make new art. So we didn't have very, it, was, it might've been like two new pieces, you know what I mean? So then that fourth year we were like, ah, oh, man, maybe we should skip it. Um, cause you know, we didn't, it wasn't that great. Like, do we want to go for four days? You know, all this stuff, even though the costs are so low, but what happened between the third and fourth year was she had a chance to do like 15 or 16 new pieces. It was a lot, you know, the book came out, there was a lot of, a lot of new stuff. And then that was our, to, to date, I think it's our second biggest show we've ever had. So what we realized, like I was just saying to you, we, you know, we, we made more stuff available. So we're changing Based on you know every you know everybody's buying a specific type of thing or everybody has, has seen what we have and bought so the next year oh yeah I've already seen this stuff I already own everything so you know what am I what's new here what's what am I looking at yeah so, we've, had, we've had that discussion a lot yeah and you know for me my first MegaCon was terrible I I almost didn't come back and I opted to try it a second year because I wanted to go to Disney like that's literally <laughs> the only reason why. I went back to Megacon that second year, and that second year I was like, "Oh, oh, this is better." And then the third year, I was like, "Oh, this is much better." And I had a better spot. And then the fourth year, I had an even better spot, and I did even better. Right. So you know, for me, it's been a progression because people have learned me. They you know they they know what to expect from me. They know you know the different things, and it's been kind of nice. But I look, I there's going to be vendors that are like pissed at me from you know for me saying that it's your job to to figure out your demographic and to get over it. But you know, at the end of the day, it, it is it's it's your job as a as a vendor to to recognize the business trends and mm-hmm. you know you got to give you got to give Denver a chance and you might need to give it two chances, kind of like what I did with uh, with Mega, you know, because mm-hmm. while. It's not everybody's cup of tea. You know, it's not my roommate's cup of tea. My roommate is super vocal about their dislike for Informa, but they're an Orlando local. 
So, you know, it's one of those. They they also have the I missed the the old show. But at the same time, you know, there there's a lot of other vendors that are really, really unhappy about uh, you know, about Denver. Um and I I, I understand the concern. I really do. And yeah. I, I hope that they and to each their own too. I mean, we can't fault yeah. somebody for not liking a show. There, maybe they're in a. Let's say we're in a Disney area and you have nothing Disney related. Just as an example, you know, maybe you don't do as well here. So I, I mean, yeah, that's you know, that's that's your prerogative. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but also don't you know don't don't complain that Denver. You know, and I, I've seen this a lot. I, I've seen you know people that are complaining that Denver you know, was folding and now they're complaining that Informa bought them or at least is bailing them out right now. You know, you, you can't have it both ways. Well, I really wish it would have yeah, been somebody else. Exactly. Who, who did you want to do it? <laughs> did you want, did you, did you want wizard the show that, you know, the, the company that, uh, you know, that so many of you are complaining about on a daily basis. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Did you want read? Maybe, but then you're going to complain about the yeah. Repop there's prices. there's something there's always something about somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not because you get yeah. five over here that don't like Wizard, five over here don't like Reed, five over here that don't like Fanex. So it's you're never going to make everybody happy. So yeah, yeah, and I mean you were never going to see one of these small you know smaller promoters buy by Denver. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just too <laughs> just going to cost too much more. See, but I wasn't thinking along the lines originally of someone buying them. I just thought, okay, they're not having a show. I think somebody's going to try and just get call the convention center and book a show and then promote it on their own. You know what I mean? Like just a completely separate, separate from Denver pop culture. You know what I mean? But well, and one of our mutual mutual friends and I, we were we were in the car together and we were talking about you know how we we really thought that somebody was going to buy that name. Um, you know, but we weren't sure who it was going to be, and you know, but then we also thought that there was going to be five shows. You know that uh, that each tried to to pull in some you know part of that right, kind of like they do in Texas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh my God, where everybody has a show every right. weekend. I think my uncle, my uncle George, has a show, and uh, it's the uh, it's the the fourth week of uh, fourth week of October, and it's also the same week as nineteen other shows. Wait, does he really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'd be going. Um, I know I wouldn't be because I would be at. Uh, I would be at Fanboy Knoxville because that's where I'll be in, uh, in October in, on uh, Halloween weekend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, I won't be at uh, at Not So Scary because they haven't announced that they're going to have it. Yes, yeah, they will. But that's another story. Of course. That's a whole other story. Um, no, but, you know, I, I think that this whole Denver thing, I'm excited. I'm excited that we get to have Denver. I'm excited that Informa is going to open it up and people are actually going to be able to have a good shot at getting in. Um, you know, there, but there's also, there's, there's vendors that have been banned from, from doing Denver that are now are they know, back in the game. <laughs> well, they're they're Look again, pardon, pardon my, uh, my language here, but they are, uh, they are kissing ass everywhere they can to try and look good to inform right. um after they've been booted out of denver and i think that's to me that's a little hilarious um but at the same time you know <clears throat> whatever i i feel like 
Denver needs to communicate, you know, that, you know, so-and-so vendor is not allowed here anymore. Cause if you've been booted out, you've been booted yeah. out. That's just, that's right. Um, but you know, whatever it's, it's informed prerogative at the end of the day to who they're going to let, let. Yeah. They show. just bought the name. The show's theirs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna be running things. So <clears throat> I think, uh, the biggest thing is y'all got to be able to get into the country. <laughs> yeah. That, well, I mean, they don't have to worry about it this year, right? It's canceled. So, well, there's rumors that they're going to try and do an event in November. Oh, that would be nice. Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Right? I keep hearing that rumbling like in like four different groups that I'm in. So we'll see. We'll see if that actually pans out. And if it does, I mean, there's nothing going on in November. So uh, I might just drive to uh, – <laughs> Might be piggybacking on you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can ride with me. I talk about the talk so. about the definition of the Dumb and Dumber movie. <laughs> Like oh the Rocky God. Mountains would be terrible. We would actually, <laughs> we, we would have to be, uh, we would definitely have to video it um, because that would be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, God. Uh, and everybody would roll their eyes the entire time like they've been doing this entire pod. That's right. It's very informative and they appreciate the fact that we are uh, doing it to continue to bring them the important news. The important news. Um, speaking of news and you know conventions uh, possibly having later dates. Well, before we before we get into that, so let's take a quick break. So we were saying. So we are more... back. I had cookies and milk while we were uh, while we were breaking. <laughs> so the the shows that, uh, or I'm sorry, yeah, the the speaking of the ones that are potentially having a different date. Which one? Which one do you want to start with? Um, let's, let, I mean, let's talk about the, the big yeah. one. Um, you know, te- Texas just opened up yeah. and said, Oh, no mask <laughs> mandates. Te- and everybody was we like, chatted about this too today. And it was like, what, what happened? I thought they said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what comic, what, what comic blues is the one we're talking about. They moved yeah. to July. Yeah. Yep. So and it was kind of out of left field. I thought, because, you know, here we were talking about no mask mandates and how, you know, what's, what's that going to mean is, I mean, we don't even have to wear a mask in the show or all like it's gonna be huge like whatever and then it's like oh never mind we're moving and so what so yeah. tell everybody what you thought it was well i i honestly think that uh you know the, the cities are still you know they're still able to um you know to put up mandates um you know just because the governor has lifted the the statewide mask mandate um you know or they've you know they've allowed they're allowing businesses to open fully or what have you doesn't mean that you know that the cities and the counties have to have to do that um, because you know they have their own government. Yada yada yaki smackity. Um, I th- so I was go gonna ahead. say I think it's you, they run the risk of if they did it in you know on the original date they run they were potentially okay by getting the show in if they wait the longer they wait with no mass mandates the numbers could spike potentially. Which could cause them to lose the show altogether. So it's you know it could be it, it could come back to bite them. And it's true, but I I honestly think that you know <clears throat> if we're looking at the end of May, you know we're we're looking at one hundred percent availability for the vaccine by the end of May. If you're if you look at it like that, you can look at it and say, okay, you know what? By the first of June or by the by the end of June, you know. All of these people, because we're hitting two and a half million doses a day right now, you know, that's a lot of people getting vaccinated. You know, by by the end of the week, 
we're going to have, by the end of a week, we're going to have almost 20 million people vaccinated. And that's just going to keep ramping up as more and more pharmacies are getting, you know, getting the uh, getting the vaccine. You know, everybody Walmart is is participating. You know, I know here Publix is participating. Um, Who, you know, all these places are trying to get private pharmacies are getting it. Everybody's trying to get, uh, you know, the vaccines out and, you know, in people's arms because we have to we have to be able to get them within 90 days to really stop that, you know stop that uh, that but spike is it, and if that's is it case, as readily available yet to get like it's pretty available um i, I keep hearing i signed up today actually um it, it's called dr b um and it's this website there's only like one and a half million people that have signed up for this thing but um mm-hmm. it's yeah it's a website it's a website that you uh you know you put in where you live you put in um like what your employment is, <clears throat> excuse me, you put in like if you have any uh, underlying medical conditions, like I have asthma, um, and they, they put you into a database. And there's, there's hundreds of thousands of pharmacies and like administrative sites that have signed up for this that at the end of the day, if they have, a, um, if they have vaccines that are going to go unused, they – put it into the database and you're sorted by priority you know so if i'm say i'm you know 62 and i have asthma and i have um uh copd i'm gonna get sorted into a priority list and if you know the pharmacy that's 10 miles away from me has 15 doses they're gonna text me and they're gonna say oh hey Here's the, uh, you know, you, we have a, a slot. You have 15 minutes to, to reply that you want the slot to come and get it, and you go get it. So, like, it's it's available enough that there are places that are running into that issue. Okay, interesting. So, kind of excites me that uh, you know that we have that much. Obviously, we don't have enough for everybody yet. Right. Um, you know, we and we're not going to for a hot second, but. We're gonna have we're we're gonna get to that point where it's gonna be available enough that you're gonna start seeing you know states really jumping up into you know into the like the 20s and the 30s probably within the next couple of weeks as far as percentage points go of you know population vaccinated and once we hit that 50 percent yeah that's when that's the big number. Well, once we hit that 50%, here's what I, I think we're going to see. We're going to start seeing those numbers drop. All the infection numbers drop. We're going to start seeing the hospitalizations drop. We're going to see all of it drop. And then we're going to see conventions start to ease up, um, start to ease up their, you know, their restrictions and their capacity limits and whatnot. Because, you know, at the end of the day, these cities have to see the uh, the numbers drop, and when they start seeing it, they're going to lift everything. So I think that's Houston is probably playing it safe because, you know, part of that convention is the Houston Convention Visitors Convention Bureau, whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> they they run they run part of that show. So, you know, I think we're going to end up. You know, they're playing it safe because they're part of the city. That was yeah. a long way to get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. We got there. We got there. We got there. 
All right. Well, um, anything else? Uh, any other shows we want to talk about as far as um, that goes? You know, I think uh, I think there, there's a couple that uh, that I'm hearing hearing rumblings about. Um, you know, I know I got word today that uh, <clears throat> that Fayetteville Comic Con has moved. Um, they were supposed to be taking place in April. Looks like they're moving to May, um, which is a little saddening because that's that's actually a decent show. Um, you know, it's in a military town, um, and I think. Um, savannah comic-con hasn't announced it yet but i think they're going to be going to be either moving or postponing until next year um yeah but you know next week we'll be able to to cover some of the uh some of the good stuff um after uh, after we talk about the uh the last seven days of uh of daytona bike week yeah yeah, yeah. and we're gonna next week we're gonna have a, a nice little chit chat about uh you know, bike week and, you know, the fact that it kind of opened up my eyes to, you know, diversifying and, and spreading your wings a little bit, because I know uh, mm-hmm. we're all looking for, uh, for alternative venues of, uh, or avenues of income. Yeah, no, that's good. I can't wait to hear that then. Um, so everybody, thanks for tuning in to our little emergency pod, just to go over, you know, the big news from the mile high. And, I feel uh, like we should call these podcast supplemental. There you go. I like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in to our podcast supplemental or our supplemental podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you guys uh, on Tuesday.